Hello birds and welcome to another early birds review. I am Sophia. So how was summer? Did you get enough time to take time? I hope you did. Actually I had time to think too and I was thinking about the upcoming book to review with you birds and I just remembered that we have not yet reviewed a fiction work. So far we have seen some foreign non-fiction books related to the main themes that we have addressed in our episodes. During our episodes Selwa and I would always, every time, emphasize the importance of empathy as a soft skill that you need to learn and how it can help you in, your, in improving your emotional intelligence. One of the helpful tools for that purpose is actually reading fiction. And that's why today I decided to pick a fiction book that has opened my eyes personally on human nature and has helped me take a look deeper into myself and others and understand them. For all that it's worth, it really has made me aware of certain feelings moods and such. So without further ado, my pick for today is one of the world's classics in novels. One that is between an existential essay and a page turner. It is, uh, today's book is Crime and Punishment by the great Fyodor Dostoevsky. Before proceeding to the book review, I think that we need to take some time before to get to know Dostoevsky a little bit more. Dostoevsky was a Russian writer, essayist, journalist and novelist of the 19th century. Unlike Tolstoy or Turgenev, Fyodor was not born into the landed gentry. He was, as he has noted, always in need of money. Hence he was writing for journals and publishing novels series. He was part of the realist movement and we will know more about it in detail soon as we dig deeper into his book. His works have shaped literature in so many ways, giving birth to literary modernism, existentialism, psychological fictions and theology as well. Dostoevsky knew the human nature so well that he predicted how Russian revolutionaries would behave once they come to power. His preference remains, however, for the analysis of pathological states of mind leading to insanity, despair, humiliation, suicide, or, as we will see together, self-destruction. And that's the story of Raskolnikov. Raskolnikov is a young intellectual university dropout who decided he can bring justice to this world and solve his problems by murdering a pawnbroker woman. But the way he came to this conclusion was not as straightforward as we did. Dostoevsky writes about the state of mind of Raskolnikov as he thinks about killing that woman and murdering her. He takes us down the alleyways of his thought and gives us an excerpt of his feelings, emotions, all the time. Between his moral standards and ideals, his thoughts and the need of money, 
Raskolnikov is struggling to make sense of all his thoughts and ideas and weigh the pros and cons of murdering the lady, which he will do, but he will not find satisfaction and he just regrets it at some point. We follow Raskolnikov in his world and we see that he develops new relations, friendships with other people who are suffering the same as him, poverty and despair. Bottom of the story is a, a moral journey into deciding and understanding how one can commit a murder. And in order to prepare us for what was awaiting us, for the thrill that was uh, waiting for us, Dostoevsky writes as his first sentence. Man grows used to everything, to scoundrel. Which means that human nature adapts and we get used to things and that in itself is quite dangerous. Crime and punishment was really popular among the reading choices during confinement and quarantine because it was one long classic and it takes a lot of time to read. However, this was my second time reading it during confinement. And it's always difficult to review Dostoevsky's books. You can never be sure that you have seen all the angles of the story in order to understand it and put it into words. I remember the first time I read this novel, I was 15 years old. And what possibly could I grasp at that time, if not the thrill of the chase, by which I was amazed and how they were looking for Raskolnikov and following through. My review then would have been a sort of fascination, how Raskolnikov could have done so and so and think of that and by what means he did it. I would probably have stopped like any girl my age then at the charity of Sonia and will buy some psychological dynamics unbeknownst to me, then see and link my fate to hers, not to the specific role, mind you, but to the salvation role she has played. And God, how looking back at it now, it was not innovative. We, unfortunately, still live among people who think their redemption through others. Also, back then, I was completely agreeing to his act being a criminal one. No questions asked. Let's just hear the trial. I was naive more so. I was pretty much a romanticist at heart. And all my literature reading was about French authors such as Honoré de Balzac or Émile Zola. But as long as I was reading The Crime and Punishment, I was feeling more terrified and petrified and submerged by despair as well and feeling of being stuck in a moral dilemma. And 10 years later, after reading it a second time, I am compelled to how could I have I possibly passed the moral space that accompanied the scenes. My first reading was an ignorant one and while this time I was chasing themes, paradoxes, and even psychological traits and characters. I would have gladly included trying to keep up with the phlegmatic, intellectual, long tirades, but at this age, one has seen enough to even bother. The interest lied more for me in actions rather than talk. Needless to emphasize how reading his other works has deeply and hugely influenced this experience. I was familiar with his existentialism and humanism, and I dare say, if he was to have been born during the Renaissance, 
I guess that Machiavelli's works about the human nature would have seemed really obsolete. My interest was in the exploration of limits and boundaries, and that was the theme. The physical boundaries, the moral ones, the legal ones, and even the philosophical debates. I had contradicting thoughts along the book, and if you have never felt dizzy and perplexed as you read Dostoevsky's works, then probably something is wrong with your copy. The second reading, as you see, brought up front new detail that I haven't been aware of during my first encounter with the novel. And I wonder now, what would reading it yet a third time offer me? I cannot finish the review without thanking my aunt to have introduced me to the works of Dostoevsky at a young age and to my younger self to have forbearance and to have picked it. And I'm happy to say that it was my first Dostoevsky, and that's our 10th anniversary this year. Well, that was my review for Crime and Punishment. I tried not to include spoilers in it. So if you have any questions or want to discuss the book further, please do not hesitate to start a chat or discussion on our Instagram page. We will be really happy to exchange with you guys. Thank you for listening and... See you next time. Bye.